Welcome to the Shifting Our Schools podcast, where we believe learning never stops. We create innovative and flexible professional development opportunities that support the current research and thinking in education today. This week's podcast episode aspires to set you up to take another step forward on your personal learning journey. Now here's your host, Jeff Udick. Hi, and welcome back to the Shifting Our Schools podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she and her. Yes, uh, you may have noticed this is not Jeff, who is, of course, your usual weekly phenomenal host. Uh, He will be back with you next week. And I do want to take this moment to give Jeff a shout out. It has been a joy to work on this podcast with him. As a podcaster, Jeff has been really influential to me for years. He's the person um, who constantly helps me think about taking my other podcast, the Be A Better Ally podcast, how can I take that to another level? And if you are listening and you are also thinking, gosh, I would love to take this summer as an opportunity to launch my own podcast. I'd love to explore the potential of podcasting for professional development, for connecting with my students, for student agency. The good news is you can also learn from Jeff. He has a wonderful asynchronous course on podcasting. The link to that will be there for you in the show notes. Of course, you can also find it by going over to shiftingschools.com and checking out what is on offer. And I want to give a shout out also to the sponsor of this show. That's Teacher Wit. You can learn more about them by going to teacherwit.com. I am excited to be partnering with them on June 14th. You can join TeacherWit, sign up for them, take advantage of all of their events. Um, On June 14th, you can catch me over there talking about media literacy and inclusion. That's June 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, all of their webinars are free. You just need to become a member of the TeacherWit community You can do so by heading over to teacherwit.com or by exploring our show notes. I also want to give a shout out to another upcoming important summer opportunity. Of course, you are listening to this at the start of Pride Month. For those of you who are thinking about becoming a school leader or you are already involved in school leadership, the PTC has an incredible opportunity for you to continue thinking about inclusion. Facilitators Cheryl Ann Weeks and Shannon Leone will be leading culturally responsive counseling in the International School that is happening this July. The link to learn more about that is also over there in the show notes. Now, on with the show. I am so excited to bring you co-founder of Pride and Less Prejudice, the nonprofit Lisa Foreman. If you have been following our webinar series, um, again, our webinars are still available to you on shiftingschools.com. You may have caught the free webinar with the founders of Pride and Less Prejudice. Pride and Less Prejudice do amazing, amazing work. They have been covered by Forbes, by USA Today, by The Advocate, and their work is really important, and it's important to be thinking about, of course, all through the month of June. When you head over to prideandlessprejudice.org, you will learn more about the ways in which they are fostering inclusive classrooms. They provide LGBTQ plus inclusive books to pre-K through third grade classrooms to help students and teachers read out loud and read out proud. On today, 
I am so happy to be joined by Lisa Foreman, who's going to talk about their work in the past academic year, as well as what's coming up in the opportunities ahead. Welcome, Lisa Foreman. It has been a huge, huge year for Pride and Less Prejudice. Before we talk about some of the events you've hosted in this past academic year, Lisa, can you tell us a bit about the very special campaign that is happening um, now and let listeners know how they might be able to also get involved in and support Give Out Day? Absolutely. And thank you for having me today, Tricia. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Um, we're really excited to uh, be part of this campaign. It's something actually that's been going on since 2012, and we just learned about it. Um, Horizons Foundation is the world's first LGBTQ community foundation to host the only National Day of Giving for the LGBTQ community. And we're really excited because we jumped on board this year and said, Let, let's give it a try. And basically, from June 1st to June 30th, they, the whole month of Pride, people can donate um, to giveoutday.org slash organization slash Pride and Less Prejudice. And the more money we raise gives us more chances to win more money. It's all for nonprofits that are in the LGBTQ sphere, which is really cool. I think of it sort of as a giving Tuesday for the LGBT community, which I think is kind of neat. Um, and the other part of it, which is really cool, is that anybody that um, is going to donate to us um, can also create their own fundraiser. And we just recently had a teacher set up a page and put up a plea for why our work is important and how the work has helped this particular teacher in the classroom with their personal life and with their professional life and wanted to give back to us which I thought that was super exciting to say, you know, to hear one teacher say to me, this is the least we could do for you, which is awesome. So yeah, you can just directly donate to Give Out Day or you can create a fundraiser um, on your own. Uh, Lisa, we will be sure to include that link in our show notes alongside of the link to your website and your newsletter, both of which do a really good job of letting us know you know, the, the ongoing work that Pride and Less Prejudice is doing and the many opportunities that educators have to learn with you. I'm curious, as you look back on the past few months, which of those events seem to have received the most significant feedback um, from your community? That is a very good question and hard to choose because we have been doing a lot of things. But I think the few things that stand out would be our panels and our workshops that we've done in the very recent past. Both the one we just did in April, creating and sustaining GSAs in elementary schools, and the one that you moderated for us, being seen and understood as a queer educator, were both amazing events for us. Um, we had great attendance, we had amazing conversation, um, and even though they're free for everybody, you know, there's a suggested donation. A lot of people donated and were really supporting us in that way too, which was very exciting. Um, I just feel like it's always exciting to hear the conversation, both with being out in the classroom and with creating the GSAs. There were people 
who were already doing those things and they were really great role models for people. And then there were the people who were attending and learning and wanting like, you know, how can I feel more comfortable being out in the classroom or how can I start my own GSA? Um, And I got a lot of emails and direct messages from people saying that that's what just gave them the confidence the next day to go into school and say, hey, I'm going to do this, whatever that might have been. Um, And that is always great feedback to feel like you're making a difference in the teacher's lives personally like that. um, And the kids um, means everything to us. So I think that that's probably where I have gotten the most significant feedback. Um, Another exciting thing that we've been getting feedback is a, uh, a cause campaign that we're doing with only human Um, And as part of that cause campaign, they're an amazing um, nonprofit who gives 10% back to different nonprofits uh, by the quarter. So they're raising money and giving money at the same time. And they have awesome um, apparel with really, really great messaging. And we teamed up with them. And part of the cause campaign is um, a book rewrite. And it says, if have you ever read a book and wish that it had been LGBTQ plus in representation? And as part of the campaign, we're asking people to submit their own LGBTQ inclusive rewrite of a back cover, an abstract, a summary of a popular book. So think like Harry Potter, but gay. Personally, I would love to see Pride and Prejudice rewritten since we're Pride and less prejudice. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, So I'm getting lots of people submitting their rewrites from kids as young as kindergarten to adults, which is really cool to see. Um, So if anybody's interested in partaking in that contest, the deadline is June 10th for teachers who want to do writings with their school kids in the class. That would be awesome. And the winners in every category are going to get books from us and apparel from Only Human. I have loved learning uh, about that opportunity. I've noticed it coming up in social media. So Lisa, you've reminded me that, of course, we will include that link um, to your social media handles because listeners, again, there just are so many opportunities to partner and learn with Pride and Less Prejudice. So if you are a social media person, uh, Lisa, truly, the, the the Pride and Less Prejudice social media, every time I see it come up in my feed, um, it, it brings a smile to my face. Your organization, it's grown so much. It feels like it's grown so much so quickly. Uh, And I know that with that growth, you also have a growing demand for the books that you provide. How has Pride and Less Prejudice navigated that growth? Um, And for our audience who have young learners who perhaps would also like one day to work for a nonprofit, what are some of the lessons that you might share with them? It has been an experience for sure. And we have grown so quickly, which is very exciting, but also at times overwhelming. Um, It's wonderful that we have the demand and the support that we do. That is wonderful. Um, I honestly get up every day and try and take one step at a time. I keep saying to the people around me, you know, I can't believe how fast this is happening and we just keep on growing. And how are we going to do this? And how are we going to do that? And I just need to, you know, People say to me, don't worry, as each thing comes, you're going to figure it out and don't think about them all at once and just take one thing at a time and you can achieve it if you look at it in parts like that. And I think that's really helped me stay grounded and not freak out at times when things are super chaotic and crazy. 
um, there's been a big learning curve for all of us. Um, you know, I think the other thing is to gather a passionate team of people, surround yourself with people who are passionate uh, about the same things that you are. It truly does take a village. I could never do this on my own. I have the most amazing team. It takes a lot of work and I'm really lucky. I get to do something I love every day. Um, but at the same time, like, don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that that's an important thing also. Um, when we began, we began um, using a fiscal sponsor. And this past April, we just finally received our 501c3 nonprofit status. So we're pretty excited about that, too. So little by little, we're, we're doing it. Uh, and I should mention, of course, that if you would like to learn more from Lisa about her journey, uh, she does have a featured chapter in the Thriving in Business Strategies for the LGBTQ plus entrepreneur. I'll be in sh I'll be sure to keep uh, that that link in our show notes as well. There's so much to learn from your journey, um, and it's it's one that um, at Shifting Schools we've loved following, and I know that we will continue to really enjoy um, following and cheering on the important work that you do. Lisa, of the many, many books that Pride and Less Prejudice provides to classrooms, you have teacher guides as well. I'm wondering if you might suggest a book to one of our listeners who, um, you know, I, I appreciate you pointed out that at the panels, we have folks coming to you from all different entry points of the journey. Those who are just starting out, those who have been doing this learning and this work for a long time. So for someone who is at that starting point of their journey towards building a more LGBTQ plus inclusive classroom, which of the books might you point them to? Man, Trisha, that, that's a really tough one, I have to say. Um, and I don't take that question lightly. Um, but I think I have maybe a little bit more of a personal answer to that question. Um, like to me, it's almost like you're asking me to choose my favorite child. And you know, for the record, I don't have one. So <laughs> like each title is so important and it represents different things. There's books about, you know, two moms and two dads and there's books um, on transitioning and there's books on, uh, you know, so, so many different topics. But I think the one that is really resonating with me the most this year is the story called Love Violet. Um, and I think that that book would be a great place for anybody uh, to begin their inclusive library. And it's a story about the courage it takes to share your feelings as a young kid. And it's really a story about a little girl having a crush on another little girl. And I get actually really emotional when I think about it, because if that book had been around when my daughter Rebecca was a kid, her whole life would have been different if she had seen that representation in the classroom. Um, and I really want that opportunity for little kids to know that um, whether they feel like they have a crush on the same sex person or not. I just want all kids to know that that can be. Um, and I really, I struggle with the fact that that's the only book like that right now. If you look through all the books that we've had and all the books that we have considered, that's the only one. There's a story about a little girl having a crush on another little girl. And I really hope that we see more representation like this coming forward. But I'd say start with something like that because it's truly unique. Uh, that's a great recommendation. Thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing that. 
of course, this episode will be airing when it is Pride Month. Um, for me, Pride, um, it, you know, a big part of it has to be about queer joy. And I know that Pride and Less Prejudice brings a lot of queer joy to a lot of folks. I'm wondering, looking ahead, what might be some of the organization's plans or hopes or aspirations um, that you're thinking about that you're looking forward to um, down the road? We're always uh, got a lot in our back pocket. (laughs) It seems like that's partly what's happening with, you know, we speed up and there's so many things all happening at once. Um, But really like right this minute, um, we have a couple of really cool pride collaborations coming up, some which I can say a couple I can't. So I'm going to say keep your eyes on our newsletter and our social media because there are some cool collaborations coming just for the month. One that I can tell you is that Penguin Random House Audio reached out to us to do a collaboration and do a giveaway, which is really cool. And those, de- those details are coming soon. But um to think that some of the bigger publishers are reaching out to us makes me really happy um, and feel good about what we're doing. And I think how cool that some of our books are actually on audio for little kids. Like, I think that's amazing. Um, we have just received a grant from the New Harvest Foundation. They gave us $3,000 to do Read Out Proud Wisconsin. And we are going to be sending 240 books to teachers in classrooms all throughout the state of Wisconsin. They are one of the states that is the highest, well, not the highest, but one of the top five requesting states for us, which is really cool that we were able to collaborate with New Harvest Foundation to fund sending more books to that state since they um, really, really want those inclusive books in their classrooms. So that's cool. Um, So if you know somebody that lives in Wisconsin or might know a teacher in Wisconsin, you can go to prideandlessprejudice.org backslash free books and you can start requesting for Wisconsin. We're going to start sending. Um, We're picking our new books for the fall for the school year and our book launch will be on August 15th. We're working on some very exciting collaborations with some of the authors. I cannot wait to share some of that with all of you. Um, And then last year, Uh, In conjunction with Band Together, I mean, in conjunction with Band Books Week, we did our Band Together fundraiser. We're going to do that again. And Band Books Week is September 18th through the 24th. We're looking for donations of items or experiences or gift cards to help support the fundraiser. Um, Last year, we were able to raise over $10,000 and we're hoping to do the same this year. So those are a few things in the pipeline and we're very excited about. That was a really exciting event last year. I I just remember many of the experiences and and items that were on auction. Um, you had some you had some celebrities in the mix. Um, it was a really exciting event. So listeners, be sure to watch out for that. Um, and as we've mentioned uh, again, because there's so much work that um, Pride and Less Prejudice are doing, it really does help to keep up with it all by subscribing to the free newsletter and by following. Um, along on social media. So uh, again, I think we've got a sense of of just how much you have on, how busy you are, and of course, how important that work is. Lisa, thank you so, so, so much for taking some time out of what I have no doubt is a very busy schedule to share with our listeners. 
I wish you and your entire passionate team at Pride and Less Prejudice a very, very happy Pride. And I look forward to seeing what's coming out from your nonprofit next. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Trisha. We really, really appreciate your support from the very beginning. So thank you for having us again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Shifting Our Schools podcast. Be sure to head over to the show notes so you know ways to support the nonprofit work of Pride and Less Prejudice. Additionally, for listeners who are subscribers to the Shifting Our Schools free newsletter, I want to let you know that there is a special PDF that is coming to newsletter subscribers that's going to help us make the most of Pride Month. So if you're not yet subscribed to the Shifting Our Schools newsletter, you might want to check it out um, because that PDF is timely, relevant, and we hope that it supports you and your peers Pride Month and beyond. Until next time, see you on the network. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shifting Our Schools. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, please make sure to subscribe and leave the team a five-star rating. If you want to learn more about the Shifting Schools team or download our free resources, head over to shiftingschools.com to see what's on offer now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week for another episode to keep rethinking the shifts our schools need.